See, this is something. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't think that should be true. <laughs> that was a terrible idea. It's a show about him and an alien, and they play video games. Talking to the mic. It's please. a show about him and an alien. They play video games. Great show. Yeah. Tommy Wise show. I, I I don't think I don't think. <laughs> oh, is it a trick? Or maybe it's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what, what, why are you what is so funny? Do you want to talk about the topic that you uh, planned for? Uh, yeah, I mean, we can. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't really. Yeah, I, it would be good to have an actor to talk about it, but we can talk an about actor. it. Eric I am X. an actor. You're an actor. Well, I, <laughs> I don't like the way you guys are looking at me right are now. Are you a method actor? I'm an actor. Oh. Um, it's too bad. No. It's, no, I would not consider myself that at it's all. It's too bad we don't have two actors because they could read the text exchange Isaac and I had yesterday. Yeah. I could read it in two different. You wanna, do you want to dramatically interpret? Do I have to read it as you and Isaac? Like, do your voices? Um, yes. Cool. So can, we, I, can we cut away and can you guys just read it? And then I'll just pretend that I'm a really good voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac is the uh, white. Okay. Well, of course he's the white. That is <laughs> Damn right I am. All right, cool. Here we go. And uh, I am the blue. This is Charles's phone uh, texting Isaac. We're going to start out with Isaac. Uh, we know any other method actors? This I know plenty of actors. Wait, what? Uh, that, because the method actor bailed. Well, yeah, we, I think we've already bailed. established that. Which is, I mean, come on, you're dealing with actors. They bail all the time because he really did get a voiceover like gig today. Yeah, I, you said. could. Actors yeah. are flaky, worthless yeah. pieces of shit. Yeah. I was. Where was I? I was. Um, oh, jeez. I forgot where I was. This was like in the last like two days. It was either like a party or a show, and someone couldn't show up. And we're like, oh, why couldn't they show up? I think it was a Christmas party. And they're like, oh, they got a voiceover gig. And I was like, it's it's eleven o'clock at night. What do you mean they, got, <laughs> they can't show up to this party because they got a voiceover gig? <laughs> what is that? That's a bad lie. Or yeah. that's some was it, wasn't that at the open mic we were both? They at? just have like was that the open? Mic? Oh, it was. It was you. Yeah, it was you. Yeah, was, it wasn't even eleven. It was like it was probably a little later. No, it was like def- it, was it was like a, ten. Yeah, tenish. But yeah, it was like what? The, uh, it was a thing. All right, here we go. Uh, from Charles to Isaac. Uh, we start out with Isaac. Um, we know any other method actors? I know plenty of actors. I don't know their individual working styles. I don't really think it matters if they're method or not. Method is a P interesting. Not sure how familiar you are with it. To confirm you are, just the letters. It's kind of a fascinating pair with great acting scenes. Ha ha ha. What? No, der. What is method acting, der? Me no no fancy film terms. Charles, you know I have post-traumatic stress syndrome <laughs> retexting you. Every time my handles tremble, every, t- every time my handles tremble, because I know er going to say something mean. You, capital U, are mean. You're condescending, exclamation point. We're in good company. This is now followed by a picture that says you're a target. And it has... Oh, that's uh, from my work. That's <laughs> uh, wow, that's hilarious to hear. Um, well, we both suck, basically. <laughs> it's really the... I mean, he was being condescending, right? Where 
I don't know how much you know about method acting, but uh, it's okay, pretty I would, interesting. I would say, Not intentionally. yeah, his intent was different because I think his intent was like, oh, I don't want you to assume, I don't want to assume that you know this and like make you feel dumb or anything. Yeah, I didn't want to just say like so method acting is this. really cool, and then you say I fucking know what method acting. But that comes with the assumption that you are yeah. dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, if you're speaking to someone outside of. LA or who's not like a theater person who's not like a industry person yeah, they'll be right. like what are you method actor like do they meth well like, I what? didn't the, the reason why I'm even actually saying that is because I didn't even really understand what method acting actually is until I talked to this guy this guy came down who I used to work bartend with at the Ace Hotel and he's like in the most intense method acting School in LA right now, which is Power I forget the name of it, but it's like there's a guy who's known to do method. Joe's acting. Craigslist acting class. Yeah. <laughs> you really yeah, want to yeah. be a star? Be you got to get down on your knees. I've taught them all. Yeah, yeah, no, and so, but he supposedly taught Philip Seymour Hoffman and stuff. And anyway, so when he <laughs> what a what an LA sentence. Yeah, I know. He supposedly taught C- no, Philip yeah, Seymour Hoffman. He was his stuff. acting and coach. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. This guy's supposedly legitimate, but but. <laughs> That's my but, my sound clip. But but <laughs> I didn't realize we were a radio However, show now. A morning wait, radio wait, show. Wait, wait, what's the other one? However, <laughs> <laughs> can you do however, but but however? But oh, you mean like uh, yeah, do a however, but but however. However, but but however. <laughs> <laughs> oh, music is fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can that be your theme song? For yeah. The show? yeah. However, but but however. <laughs> yeah, hey guys, that's Charles I want to do. Wait, uh, do you have your own? Do you have uh, your no, own I don't buttons? know what mine are. You have to send me some, and I'll put them in there. Okay. Yeah. You know he's not going to send you some. You yeah. Just Charles, wanna... yeah, I know. What are Charles put any effort or work into it? Tics. Oh, stop. <laughs> what are Charles's verbal tics? Um, you don't say goblins. You don't say uh a lot, but when you say uh, it's very prominent. Mm. Uh, that's that's mm. one. I wouldn't say the strong one. Uh, you have a very nice, like, uh, it's like a very um, specific, unique laugh, but it's not your usual laugh. It's your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes... You know what I mean? <laughs> you do like a, like a four-ha laugh that's yeah. very yeah, Charles. It's very Disney. hard. It's very... Like, <laughs> it's a very waspy it. laugh. It's a very white man laugh. I feel like it doesn't <laughs> range either. It's the same like ha's. Like... <laughs> I can't even do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Wait, there, but you did... You do used to say you you had some sayings for a while, but then we made fun of them, and then you stopped saying them. So what were you they? Lost Clutching your pearls, you used to say all the time. Oh, fainting say, couch. You say fainting it couch. downward fainting well. Couch. Like when you say well, your voice goes down at the end. Like a lot of people go well, and they go up. You go like well, actually, like you you have an interesting well. Yeah, yeah, However, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a. My favorite thing is hearing Isaac try to recreate the sound bites. I I just want to have offensive, like solemn things being said and then throw in Isaac laughing at it. That's a good idea. It's a huge tragedy. What happened at the Newtown School Massacre? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Isaac, please. (laughs) (laughs) However, Hitler did nothing wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying Hitler's bad, but, 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 but. <laughs> however. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great. 
I think it's not so much the things you say, Charles. It's your cadence. You have a very right. Yeah, it's a very that's true. It's Let's true. not make this all about me. Okay. Let's, okay. Let's go back to what we were going to talk about. So this, method acting is interesting because it's exploring one's own self and mind in a way that's really surprising. I, I didn't understand what that word really meant. Like when I thought somebody said method acting, I just thought, oh, you walk around acting like the guy the whole time. You know, like your whole life becomes acting like this person. On a minimal level, kind of. Right. But I think what method acting actually is, is you go into parts of your life where you're feeling not the same thing as the person that you're playing is feeling. It's not like, this guy's sad. I'm thinking about a time in my life when I was also sad. It's more complex than that. Like, you go and you think about something that's almost unrelated that happened in your life, Mm -hmm. and you're thinking about that. You're, like, exploring that in your mind while saying the lines. Um, like... That could be a very there, – there's so many schools of thought on it. I will say this, and like Charles Chippen, if you would agree or disagree, I feel like some of the um, most exciting, most valuable – I wouldn't say best, but we could probably put in the word best. But like best that's I've had is either like um, after you know maybe something happens where I'm like really excited. Like I get a job or I find out I get a gig or I get like a, like a thing and I'm like super excited and I go on stage that night and that like happiness is very transparent – or like after a breakup, like after a breakup, like comics, I think have like really raw sets. And I think there's something to be said about um, really feeling that genuine heightened emotion and whether it's acting, whether it's comedy, whether it's writing, whether it's music, like ex- not exploring, but executing through that like mental, physical, emotional state of like just heightenedness. Um, would you agree? Because that's, I think, a big part of the effectiveness of what makes method acting kind of like, yeah, if you don't, well, I mean, who knows? It's hard. It's hard to always pinpoint like what that is. Cause I've definitely had times when I've done super well and I was like, I don't even know why that happened. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just, and I, and I think that's why there's that other side of the, the method equation is, is people, th- people say you don't need to do that. You, you have to, uh, it's not about making those feelings in yourself. It's about, uh, dedicating yourself into the the world of the role. And so not you're saying that that's you. what method acting is? is no, no, no. I'm saying that that is. There's the other. There's the group of people that don't do method, and they, you know, a lot of like British trained actors are not method actors. Right, and, and that means what does that mean? What is a non method actor? You're saying is they're they're more just uh, I'm the character. Yes. Yeah. Right, I think right. so. I think yeah. that's the see. I didn't understand that. Like Daniel Day-Lewis is the method actor, right? And he's known for walking around set in character, right? Or Jim, this new Jim Carrey documentary. Have you seen this? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Andy. It's like Jim the and Andy, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, where he just walks around as Andy Kaufman. Um, that's what I thought method acting was, but really, method acting is just about like being in in some weird memory you have that's gonna make this scene like complex for some reason you know like like it's like not even you're not even thinking like this is again it's not sad to sad it's more like i'm doing a scene where i'm uh supposed to be uh very angry but i'm kind of like self afraid of being angry so i'm like actually gonna think of some time in my life when i was really ashamed while i'm doing this angry scene you know what i mean and it's like it makes it a weird complex 
well, it's performance. A, it's a tool. And I think it's, yeah, it's not like so a tool much to like, like live in these moments yeah. in your actual life while you're playing this other person. I mean, it seems like it's so hard to do that. The, the funny thing about that Jim and Andy documentary is that uh, he was acting like Andy Kaufman's on stage or on right. camera persona. And it's not even what Andy Kaufman was like in real life. If you listen to, there's a, have you heard this one where Jerry Lawler was on an interview talking about Andy Kaufman? He slaps him? No, what I mean, the actual oh, the, like background of it, because they were in on it together. Well, it was all a it was all a work. That's what yeah, we call it, it was wrestling. a work. It was a work because Andy Kaufman was a huge wrestling fan, and he, he got would him. wrestle all the women, and then Lawler stood up to him, yeah. and basically like broke his neck, yeah. And it was kind of like this big, like, oh, is it real? Is it fake? Because back then, wrestling was also like the lines are so just clear now. Mm-hmm. Back then, they were very blurred, and a lot of people were like, "Well, is it?" Yeah, right, right, and, yeah, yeah. And he talks about what a nice, like, calm gentle guy Andy Kaufman was he'd be on the phone with him he always called him Mr. Lawler you know it was not at all what what Jim Carrey was doing Jim Carrey was doing Jim Carrey was being the persona persona. I I think that's such a good point and that's why I didn't find that compelling at all what Jim Carrey was doing it's like I wasn't like whoa I was like you look like a fucking idiot and I'm like Surprised these people were putting up with you, and what happened? Did you make a great movie? Like, no, you made a fucking uh, mediocre movie. I so liked it's Man like on the moon. That REM song was pretty dope. Yeah, but it's like that's the only thing I remember is that REM song. Yeah, I remember nothing REM else song. from the movie. So it's like I thought that was so lame. I thought it was, I was really like made me dislike Jim Carrey a lot, and it actually made me dislike Andy Kaufman. I don't, I don't find Andy Kaufman to be interesting or compelling in in any way. He reminds me a little bit of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Or, you know, it's always like this mocking. It's like, I'm a little bit smarter than you, so I'm just going to fuck with you. You know? And it's like, I I don't like that. I I don't find that interesting. I find it mean. I find it like sort of gross. There's a difference because I see see your point, but Andy Kaufman at the time was doing something pretty unique. unique and, And, you know, like when you compare Sasha Baron Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen's like, it's just a different. He's thrown into a context. world of like YouTube and like Vimeo right. and just like shows like Jackass and stuff. You know what I mean? There's, it is at the time, but it's also I think, especially now, like more than ever, entertainment doesn't have to be mainstream. You know what I mean? Like you can create like niche content or niche, you know, TV shows or whatever, and or podcasts. Podcasts. Yeah. And, um, you know, there will be, like, maybe a smaller market for that, but you're not really going for the mainstream. I think Andy Kaufman was doing something very similar, where he wasn't trying to entertain everyone. He was trying to make, you know, those people who don't really maybe identify with your, like, style of entertainment, but people who like the smarkiness, who like the, the intelligence. Smarkiness. Smarkiness. Oh, yeah. I love that smarkiness. But I think also he was a traditional wrestling fan, and one of the things Jerry Lawler talks about is he just liked... Ma- being a heel, he liked being oh, a yeah. wrestling it's heel, the best. and it's it was be the most fun. that whole end of it was as simple as that. He just loved being a wrestling heel, and wrestling fans ate it up. His shows oh, sold out so good, yeah. big time. So uh, it's kind of, I don't think he was dedicated to being a troll. I think he was just kind of exploring a lot of different kinds of entertainment, which he wouldn't be able to yes, do now. Man. I, you know I don't I mean? know. I, never I, do I, I've never liked his. You know, when I see his stuff, I just don't find it. Yeah, it's like, okay, anybody who breaks the rules in that degree is going to get attention. But it's like, 
and that's fine. But I, know, I don't I think don't it's know. not meant but for it's you. Also, it's, it's, I, I think that whatever. I mean, I, I don't. I guess I don't know that much what I'm talking about. All I'm saying is, f- seeing that and that Jim and Andy movie just made me. I was like, I don't want to be involved in any of this. But like, it has just leave me alone. Uh, th- I haven't watched that movie yet, and I, I think I think it was Heather that was when I was mentioning we're doing a. Uh, method acting related thing she goes a lot of those guys that act in character all the time it just seems like an excuse to be an asshole i know and right. being able to say oh i'm just i'm in the part right. i'm and captain I feel like jack sparrow ex- i'm yeah. gonna be a pirate while i eat sushi so you yeah. haven't seen it no i haven't oh, watched so it. so there's a whole thing where it's funny you brought up jerry lawler where jim carrey goes after jerry lawler yeah like specifically like yeah. and he's like starts swearing at him and fucking with him well that's and, and that, jerry lawler's probably like this isn't how Andy Kaufman actually was. Like, exactly. Why? Like, that's you're what just being an asshole. That's to me, what he said know? in the yeah. interview. That's yeah. the contrast he made. He goes, Andy Kaufman was a huge gentleman to me. Like he respected what I did, and he didn't fuck with me off stage. He would just, right. he would just say, "Just be ready. It's going to get crazy out there tonight." But he was never like out to make me mad outside of the bounds of right. Enter- it's like, entertaining. Oh, they had a bad relationship, so now I have a bad relationship right. with him, which is so corny. But you also have to understand that like the the level of buy-in has to be there to the point where no one no one should have or could have had to known that there was that side to Andy Kaufman. Yeah. You know what I mean? No one could have known that he was a nice guy. No one could have known he was, you know, like a pure gentleman, very professional. No, because why? That would have oh God, this sounds so horrible. This it would have ruined his brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had to own that craziness. And I think it's weird because Jim Carrey, that's that's what he's basing it off of the character. He's basing right. it off the character of Andy Kaufman. Yeah, he's not, not basing the, it off Andy not Kaufman. Not the actual person. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of stupid. And that, the, just one last thing about Andy Kaufman: but the, the idea that he doesn't that his pure troll is not. I mean, a lot of what he did is traditionally entertaining, like his foreign man act. Yeah. He'd go on stage Vodka. and do bad stand up with this voice, and then he'd perform a song. He would just lip sync to this Mighty Mouse song. And then it, he'd do a bunch of impressions and everybody's just like, all right, this is stupid. stupid. The and then at the end, one, he does ooh. a perfect Elvis impersonation. Like, spot on Elvis impersonation that Elvis Presley himself loved. And that's kind of a traditional closer to the thing that's come before. So it wasn't, bit, yeah. it wasn't pure like... You Nonsense. Know, million yeah, dollar yeah, extreme yeah, troll. Yeah, right, I'm right. fucking with you the entire time. Well, hey, let's not throw a million dollar extreme but that's, under the bus. But here. that's what they do. I mean, Sam Hyde goes into stand up and he just uh, attacks the audience and offends them, and then right, it's over. Right. There's no like entertainment value other than watching awkward. He also never claimed to be a comedian. He always stood by the idea that he was an entertainer. Yeah. He wasn't a comedian. Are we talking about Sam Hyde or Andy, oh, um, Andy Kaufman? Andy Kaufman. So that being said, like, you know, the whole act where he brings out the, uh, you know, the record player and he has the mighty mouse and yeah. the bad impressions and then he caps it off with elvis like that's very like performance arty it's yeah. very like one man showy and i think yeah. a lot of people classify it as stand-up because they're like oh it's like alternative and not traditional and it's like all right well whatever it is it is entertaining yeah it's like calling but you can a, make a horrible rice dish and call it a risotto and people are gonna be like this is a horrible risotto yeah risotto. or it can be like risotto. oh risotto risotto fuck you um <laughs> or you can be like oh this is a um this is a porridge. You know what I mean? And it's the same dish, but everyone will eat up the porridge. I'm like, this is the best porridge I've had. How unique this is. But as soon as you call it a risotto or risotto, they're all going to be like, oh, this is dumb. So yeah. I think like he also had to deal with like labels where he's like, oh, you're a comedian, but you're not typical. No, I'm an entertainer. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, ah. Nice. <laughs> Good ending. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to watch some of these... Yeah, sure. This uh, 
this discussion came because there's this thread on Reddit that Isaac pointed out, which I was looking at this list it's and not it, a great list. it stinks. Yeah, it's a bad list. Uh, it's this yeah. this compiled list of what redditors think are the best acted scenes in movie history. And okay. well, let's let's be clear here. This has been a question that's been posed to Reddit many times. What right. do you think are the best scenes? This is just the first time somebody's compiled all the clips in one place. Got it. So mm. that's why it's easy. And let me say something about this list. So when you think about what is good acting, what does that mean? What is Charles like? What is good acting to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I will, I will say that that question can be interpreted extremely differently by everyone. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, like, so to you, an, what, what is great acting? What is great? Charles, go for it. Acting. Uh, uh, great acting to me is something that allows me to. Uh, I mean, suspension of disbelief is is. I mean, it's hard to say because it depends on the context of what they're acting in. If somebody's acting in Star Wars, their job as an actor is very different than if somebody is acting in Manchester by the Sea. Right. Right. So this is the interesting question. When you're looking at this list, like what, what truly makes great acting? Right. What does that mean? When we say, oh, that guy's a great actor. What are we actually saying? And, and what is the best acting? What's the most difficult or hardest to achieve? I don't, I don't know that you can say that one is, one is necessarily better than another. Comedic acting is so different than dramatic acting. I know. They're very so different, different skill mine. sets. Yeah. Right. Right. I know. It's like, it's like, is Will Ferrell as Anchorman just as amazing as Daniel Day-Lewis's Daniel Plainview. I mean, that's what's so weird about it is it's a, and there's, there's also, okay. So what I was observing on this list. So there's a lot of scenes on this list, like the famous diner scene from Harry met Sally. <laughs> no, but it's a good diner. scene. Uh, famous diner. No, scene this list from, doesn't go into the eighties. It's only movies it's, from the nineties. And, and like, subsequently. it's very, it's, it's not very, uh, it's also as in, I'm the last person to say this. It's a very masculine list. Like all these are kind of well, like it's male, Reddit. male nerd. Reddit's yeah. a very, yeah, it's a very male, male based. Well, so also, like, uh, if, I read it's also super fucking SJW PC because it's owned by Condé Nast. But anyway, hold on, let me just finish my point here. Th this list is, there's a lot of scenes like the diner scene from Heat. Remember that? You know yeah. that scene? Great fucking scene. There's that. There's like, you know, speeches, like great monologues people make from like or speeches or talks in Glenn Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross and like a bunch Can of other. Can you say that again? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Let me just see that. And like, there's a bunch of other scenes that are, it's not that the acting's good, it's that the writing is really good. Or or the Christopher Walken and Dennis Hopper scene from True Romance. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites ever. But it's not like that's amazing acting. It's amazing writing. Right. You know, I mean, it's like, it's not, there's not like a lot of acting going on, you know? Well, one has to be paired with the other. You know what I mean? Obviously, a film's going to have both. Right. But, so, but I'm saying, like, the best the best acting scene should not be like, oh, this is a monologue. is amazing. Because that's the writing that you're responding to. A great acting scene is more like something, you know, we all remember the scene from Manchester and you see where, you know, Michelle Williams, yes. who's Manchester a fantastic actress. Manchester Under the Sea. That's the sequel. <laughs> that's Ariel the searches for her <laughs> Global warming sequel. Yeah. No, it, you know, that scene with Michelle Williams is, I mean, it's 
so she's acting so hard yeah. but she's so good that it doesn't really matter you i know? don't know man i remember watching that scene and just being like uh too much too act- too much too actory yeah it's very you, actory. do you know what's a, a a contemporary example just because i saw it the other night is what st- charles <laughs> thank you is the new star wars movie where there's two performances one is fucking dreadful and it's dom hall gleason playing general hux He's so over the top and hammy that it's distracting every time he's on. He's like in a different movie. He's just being, it's like a, it's, he's like something out of Spaceballs. Are you talking about the, the Star Wars that just came out? Yeah. Or the, the one most, that just came out. The one that just okay. came out. Which we can talk about after. And he's also, he's also in the previous one, equally bad in Force Awakens, but yeah. extremely bad in this one. And then the other, but on the other hand, Adam Driver, I think, is the best part of those movies. Well, I, I can't stand Adam Driver at all. But I mean, he's a good actor, I guess. He's he's the he's perfect tonally, and I those are a great Driver. contrast because they're in scenes together. And like Adam Driver is perfect tone, and Dom Hall Gleason is being it's like he's in a spaceballs. Okay, yeah, it, that's cool. That's interesting. It, it's a, it's the the best contrast in somebody acting for the wrong movie and right. acting out of out of the correct context. And well, that, okay, that's Jean-Luc a little bit Picard? of a different. What's that? He plays a uh, Jean Luc Picard. Yes, Jean Luc cool. Picard. Jean Luc. Uh, no, so this is a little bit of a different point that I'm making. What I'm saying is that it's, it's very easy to confuse writing and acting. And what great acting is, when I think of the best acted scenes ever, right? They're on that list. It's Daniel Day-Lewis and Daniel Plainview, that scene in the church. Okay. Where he, it's him and Paul Dano, who's also a fucking fantastic actor. And, you know, this is all about religion. Also in that film, almost entirely by accident. He wasn't supposed to play that part. Right. And it's it's capitalism versus religion yeah and you know uh this is religion this scene which we should watch is religion getting its uh forcing what are you doing forcing capitalism to uh what are you trying to play you have bo- you've bored Eric. Yeah, it's like Eric's just <laughs> like over here, like watching a, YouTube clips. You're very phone. you're very impassioned. <laughs> so I was gonna take a, a, an Instagram story of it. My Instagram story was already open, so it's me playing a Blink 182's "Damn It" on a ukulele. <laughs> Eric was the wrong guest for this episode, Charles. I'm a method actor. I'm trying to be an asshole. I'm That's I'm what I'm doing right now. No, See what I did fine. there? It's a, you, know, you want me to click on the baptism scene? It, so click on the baptism scene. Yeah, go ahead. And anyway, so it, basically, this is. Um, religion forcing forcing capitalism to do something it doesn't want to do. Do I have Wi-Fi here? Yep. The doctrine of universal salvation is a lie, is it not? It's It's a lie. I wish everyone could be saved, but they won't. No, they won't. You will never be saved if you... Have you seen this movie? No, but it's okay. That's Paul Dano talking. A sinner here looking for salvation. A new member. So this is Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, in order to drill in this neighborhood or in this city, he has to basically... He has to prostrate himself in a way... Oh, this is the I Drink Your Milkshake movie. Yes. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) The movie's called I Drink Your Milkshake. <laughs> Isn't it There Will Be Blood? His kid can't hear. Yeah. Yeah, you deaf kid. Did you see this? I think so. I like John with the We have a sinner with us here who wishes for salvation. Daniel, are you a sinner? Yes. 
the Lord can hear you, Daniel. Say it to him. Go ahead and speak to him. It's all right. Yes. Down on your knees. Should we be watching this whole scene? I feel like we're just watching something and people listening to podcasts. And say it. What do you want me to say? I drink your milkshake. You've come here and you've brought good and wealth, but you have also brought your bad habits as a backslider. You've lusted after women, and you have abandoned your child. He reminds your me of a child young, you old raised. Sean Connery. You have abandoned all because he was sinned. In this movie you specifically? So yeah. say it now. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. Say it louder. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner. This louder, whole, Daniel. I am a sinner. Scene, I am a sinner. The camera I am is sorry, just on. Lord. I am sorry, Daniel Lord. Lewis. I want the blood. I want the blood. You have abandoned your child. I've abandoned my child. I will never backslide. I will never backslide. I was Why is he lost, but now I am found. I was lost, but now I'm found. I have abandoned wants, uh, my drilling child. Rights for the, the community. Say it. Say it. I've abandoned my child. Say it louder. Say it louder. I've abandoned my child. I've abandoned my child. I've abandoned my boy. Beg for the blood. Is the character acting? Let me get out of here. Give me the blood, Lord. Yes. And let me get away. Somewhat. Do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I do. Get out of here, devil! Out, devil! Out, sin! Do you, do you accept the church of the third revelation as your spiritual guide? Get out of here! Get out! Wait, he drinks his milkshake, right? Yes, later. Yeah, he drinks from the Do you accept Jesus Christ as your savior? Yes, I do. <laughs> Can that be a clip? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I'll clip that. <laughs> yeah, me too. This reminds me of Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> and then... There's this great moment where he whispers something to Paul Dano, and you don't know what it is. And then later in the movie, uh, he gets his revenge on Paul Dano. What does he whisper? We don't know. I drink your milkshake? Yep. I drink your milkshake. Most of the film is just him saying... It's a big. Uh, it's actually that's, that's a big Foster movie. Freeze commercial. It's all this. Uh, that's right. It's branded content for Foster Freeze. Uh, no. So anyway, what's great about that? My favorite part of that scene is that moment where you know Daniel Day Lewis is kind of, you know, he's being forced to say these things that he doesn't want to say, and then Paul Dano slaps him, and I feel like that's the one moment I've ever seen Daniel Day Lewis like kind of come out of character for a minute and you're putting that in your instagram story it's perfect because he's going through these mixed emotions here like he's so in this character that he's like i'm here for a reason and i'm trying to just get through this i don't really care that's why in the end he says like do you accept jesus as your like yeah fine just get me out of here but there's this moment where he kind of realizes that he's met his match for a second in Paul Dano and Paul Dano just slaps him. Yeah. And there's like a moment of like amusement. He goes from like this really intense uh, kind of regret and fury at Paul Dano and like to 
he gets slapped and then there's just this moment where he totally changes and he's like okay like all right motherfucker like we'll, we'll see <laughs> you know like we're both doing the same thing to different ends yeah, exactly. Like we're fucking with mm-hmm. each, uh, no, we're fucking with each other. We're doing like the you same don't, thing you don't, to different right, ends, right. Charles. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> why? Why do I even have this? Oh, so forget it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, yeah. talking about good la- acting here. <laughs> oh, Isaac, two children. <laughs> no, I don't care. Whatever. Let's Every time fucking wrestling, Charles uh, puts a soundbite on. He very gently and smoothly changes it from his iPad, but he doesn't rush it. He's just like, yeah, he does the slow hand. Close. Well, open, I'm still. This is go. a new th- to- toy, so I'm still getting used tool. to it. It's a new, new tool. toy. New tool. Use it on both ends. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Boo. Uh, boo. No. Anyway, so that's great acting to me because be- it's great acting because he's. It's not just like a monologue. Like he's having the perfect emotions for this character and it's so subtle but also like you totally believe that he's that guy. Yeah. You know, there's not one part of you that feels like he's acting at all. Right. He's totally there. What would you consider um a really prime example this aside of a great method acting scene as you know it? As you now you're being it. like real serious. Now we're like now you're like trying to like be fun. Or being uh, no, not fun. No, be I'm trying to fun. I'm trying to continue uh, the conversation. Right. No, that's a good that's one of them. Another great one that I that really stands out to me is Tom Cruise and Magnolia. That scene by okay. the bedside. Why do you feel it's one that's of my favorites? A great method acting example. Well, he's you know, he is this guy who is basically like a Tucker Max or like He's like a red pill leader guy who mm-hmm. like tells guy teaches guys how to fuck girls like and he's like a guru on stage who does it. He plays that. Tom Cruise does. Frank T.J. Mackey. It's great. It's his best role by far. But his dad, who kind of abandoned him, is dying, and he goes <laughs> to his bedside, and he has he like is like fuck you. He's like saying all these like fuck you things to him, and then he kind of has like a breakdown. It's like he was talking to Scientology itself. Well, and it's just like, damn, like, it's just really fucking good acting. It's another PTA movie. It's another PTA. PTA just gets better performances out of his people. Wait, PTA? Paul, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, you're like talking about PTA. He like made also Bo- Boogie Nights is one of my favorite films. Of yeah. all I time haven't seen a that. lot of these movies. Well, you've been watching a lot of wrestling. Yeah, yeah I watch a lot of wrestling. What's the best acted wrestling scene ever? Uh Best acted or best like method or like best, me- best method actors in wrestling. The best method actor in wrestling, I would say, is CM Punk. Um, CM Punk's great. He did something called a pipe bomb where he cut a promo where they just like kind of talk, but it was very real. It was very real. Apparently, he did get like the okay, but he like took a little far where he would reference, um, he would call The Rock Dwayne. You know what I mean? He would call wrestlers by their real names. Um, there's a, I kind of on the subject, there is a watch that maybe. subset of wrestling clips called shoot wrestling and what shoot wrestling. So a shoot is when you go for real. So obviously everything, you know, is a work or scripted or you're calling it on the fly and you're working together. A shoot is when someone snaps and they actually fight. Um, and that's interesting because I think shoot wrestling is almost like it, it is method acting. Like shoot wrestling is pure method acting. It's just people murdering each other for the sake of entertainment. You know what I mean? And essentially, that's all method acting really is. Like, entertainment is 
a way to escape from your day to day. So here's this thing, and it's like, oh, look at this, look at this movie, look at this podcast, TV show, so you can like escape like the shit out of your life and like be distracted. And you can't get more distracted than watching an actual fight that you're like, are they actually? They are like it completely takes you out of the moment. One of the things I like on this list is is this. This one, which does not belong on this list at all. What is it? I'll just play it. Heather Graham and the Spy Who Shagged Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just saw the Spy Who Shagged Me. It's really bad. It's in that. one of the it's one of the flaws of this list is that something like this is on it. Here we go. Man down, man down. I told you. Your old man is talking. Benny, bring me everyone. What do you mean everyone? Everyone! <laughs> <laughs> it's sound yeah, which it's, is not good acting at it's all. Shit it's shit like uh, yeah, they put stuff ridiculous. on the list. It's just people yelling. Right, and a lot of right. people mistake angry yelling for, for acting. good acting, which is so stupid. There's also a. By the way, I love Gary Oldman. He's great, no, but yeah. he's completely over the top and insane in that film. And it's not good acting. It's also there's another one in here from the uh, Prisoners. Which came out recently with um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman like yelling at, at Paul Dano, and it's just like it's not good acting. He's just yelling. Sharknado is not on here, but the, like the room, the room is the room. What what scene from the room? Uh, I believe Oh Hi Mark. Oh, oh great God. scene! No, are we? I really did not hear her. I did not for this bullshit. Oh Hi Mark. What what are you upset about? Reddit has just been being brigaded by fucking marketing bots trying to. Market the, the disaster. The disaster I haven't seen it. I'm like really. I really want to see it. Ugh. You guys want to see it? Kill me. Why? Why kill? I don't want to see James Franco and his buddy Seth Rogen just like making fun of some failures. Who said they're making fun of it? They say they're not making fun of it, but it's pretty clear that they are. The story fun of, of Tommy Wiseau is the most fat. I think it's one of the most fascinating things out there right now. Only because there is no... We know everything. We know everything because of the internet and Wikipedia and everything. We have no idea who Tommy Musso is. Like, that is... That blows my mind how we do not have that information yet. Like, there are no secrets anymore. Have you seen The Room, Isaac? Uh, no. Have you I've s- seen long clips. I've seen a lot of clips. I, you know, I understand the Watch whole it live. On. The only way you can watch, what is is watch your, it live. What is your issue? I think this should be explored. Well, okay. We were talking earlier about... Andy Kaufman and Sasha Baron Cohen, right? There's a certain type of humor that is just cruel. And it's like, you're not, it's so funny because motherfuckers like, I first of all, I hate Seth Rogen, but motherfuckers like Seth Rogen are always trying to PC like police people and say like, you never punch down. You never punch down. You can't make fun of, uh, you know, anyone besides rich white men because that's punching down, which is fucked up if you think about it to begin with, that Seth Rogen is going around his life thinking I'm punching down if I'm making fun of anybody besides like Christian white people. But also... But... But... But also... (laughs) uh, In this case, he's... It's a whole... Like, okay... James Franco and fucking uh, Seth Rogen, like, yeah, you guys are successful. This guy made a fucking complete fool of himself. He spent $6 million and the whole world laughed at him for years. And it's like, okay, now you're going to make a movie on top of that? It's like, it's just gross. You know, I want, it's kind of gross. I don't, I don't, I don't think that you're describing that accurately. I, I, I've, you know, if you don't like James Franco and Seth Rogen, I can see being like, eh, that's not my favorite people. But the idea that they're, that Tommy Wiseau has not capitalized. He's not being exploited. 
hundred percent. He's not being exploited. It's not that he's being exploited. He's being I, I don't I'm not convinced that he's not being laughed at. You know, everybody's like, he's not being laughed at. He likes William it, Hung but it's was like, laughed at and William Hung basked in that glory yeah, and but made that a ton sucks, of money. Dude. It's like that's not that's not great. You know, like you don't that's sad and fucked Making up. Making fun These of guys, someone is very different from someone being aware of something that is marketable and something they can like make money off of. And if they're okay with that, they're okay with that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that Tommy Wiseau needs the defending that you seem. It's. I'm he's not. I'm not 100% defending. Bought in. I'm not defending Tommy Wiseau. I'm saying watching the cool kids dance around and pretend to be these fucking losers is just not interesting to me. Can we pull up something really quick? Just uh, look up Tommy Wiseau. He had a short-lived 11-episode series. We can watch the first 20 seconds of it. His intros are great, but Tommy and then just Wi Show. Um, I want you guys to see this. Tommy was so God, I can't believe we're man. talking about this. It's like this is it's it's this is what they want. Is the, yeah, I love who who's they. Things. Who is they? You know who they is. Here's I'm in a <laughs> I'm in a room documentary <laughs> but, that's coming out soon called Room Full of Spoons. But the room recorded when I was like are just nineteen. Such sheep. It's like pay attention to this, and then oh now suddenly we're all paying attention to it because a big studio has told you to pay attention. I've been a room fan. I don't since know that I was a big studio maybe seventeen years old. No, I know. I mean, the, no, the the it's a legitimate. It has a legitimate fan base. I'm just saying, like we're talking about it now. Not that it's not a phenomenon. You know, me included. We're all being tricked into talking to it. Just watching the first like twenty seconds of it. This better be great. <laughs> Why is he wearing a pig mask? Oh. Oh. oh, it's a. Oh wow, the trick. It's on me. Oh, maybe it's a tree. Duh. What the fuck is this? I am TW. No. A hub. See, this is something. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think that should be true. <laughs> that was a terrible idea. It's a show about him and an alien, and they play video games. Talking to the mic, It's please. a show about him and an alien, and they play video games. Great show. Yeah. Tommy Wise show. I, I, I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> oh, is it a trick? Or maybe it's a tree. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what, what, why are you what is so funny? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what else you got on there? There's a couple others. Oh. Elliot Roger here. Oh <laughs> yes. There we go. He, he comes up sometimes. Reply off. Little vocal fry. And then this. Yeah. You know. Nice. <laughs> we play that sometimes when things they get a little too place. offensive. Uh, back to the room. I, I don't know. I just don't think that your angle on it is accurate. Because uh, you're allowed to have that angle. I mean, I should probably see the movie, but then by seeing the movie, I'm sort of watch you know, it live. Then I'm though. doing. Then I'm falling for the the market. Do you mean the disaster artist of the room? Yeah, the, either. So <laughs> okay, but you watch, never you've never watched the room. At I've all. watched like I've watched probably 30 minutes of the room. So I've watched so a lot. So don't of it. watch the room at home on your computer. Watch it yeah, um, live, live in the theater because I think the appeal of the room is the same appeal as like to your Rocky Horror Picture Show or to you know like a like a Comic-Con thing. Right. Like it's not so much the the film's content that's like bad or good or whatever. It's the community. And that community, like it's just like wrestling. Like you can enjoy wrestling, but the real enjoyable thing is the community and like the, the nerddom about or, it. Or or you so know, exciting. people going and watching 
a good analogy that is not really mean spirited is people who go watch like really bad um, horror films like from like the seventies, like the bloody ridiculous. Horror movies, which is it's true. That's not really mean spirited. And maybe that's what's happening here, but well, it just seems mean spirited. The thing me. with the room is number one, it's a movie from two thousand three that has a longer artistic shelf life than most movie content from that time, regardless of, of for whatever reasons. More people talk and think about that movie than most movies that came that's, out that year. That's, that's, that's fourteen true. years old than than other movies from that, that time. So what? You oh, you said number one. Oh, I was just counting gosh. along with you. Oh. That uh, that's the first perspective. Is that you know the 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 thing that's kind. Of, I haven't seen the movie either, so I can't say anything about its merits. But the thing that's kind of neat about the disaster artist is it's really the story of a guy who got exactly what he wanted, just in completely the opposite way that he intended to get it. I don't think Tommy Wiseau. You know, I think he's being a good sport. I don't think he understands. Well, so then that sucks. Exactly. That sucks. That sucks that we're making fun of somebody who doesn't understand. Or that he's being he made fun totally of. totally understands. I don't think he understands, Top, man. That's the thing. Like, how is... It is so easy for everyone to be swept up and captivated by this because, like, we don't know. Like, we just don't know what Tommy was. We don't know his nationality. We don't know how old he is. We don't know how he financed the room. We don't know why he shot the way he did. We don't know, like, why he wrote the script the way he did. We don't know anything about him. And I think that is so. And it was a $6 million movie. So it was like, yeah, there's actual real money that went into this. Mainly into the marketing. Yeah. I'm just I did so a improv scene with Tommy Wiseau once in my underwear. I modeled his underwear once. His underwear? Is that clip available online? You have a lot of Who naked pictures. You, you've done a lot of naked. You're hey, a, I'm a proud of my expert. body. Yeah, you do, you do a lot of naked, oh. naked acting. <laughs> no, he. Uh, I modeled his <laughs> underwear um, for a room screening. Then we ended up doing improv together, and it was the most. You and fun time. Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, it was oh, great. Oh, so you've actually met the guy? Oh yeah, he's amazing. Well, I don't. I don't think he knows me, but I don't think he knows anyone. Hmm. I've I've seen him live as well. Can we look up more Tommy Y show? No, I don't. Is he the trick? I don't want to watch. Oh, is it a tree? Any more of that? That was a bad clip. Well, you picked one at random. <laughs> Give me one to pick. There's one where he's fishing and he's like, "Oh no, I was fishing and now I'm here." Oh, and then he kisses the fish. <laughs> what? As a as a young millennial, what movies do you like? Like, what are your favorite movies? Um, I don't know. Okay, so like, I did a like a weird like triple major in a business, film, and theater, and definitely like a lot of the film classes I took, there were like the old ones that I really enjoyed, but old films. Yeah, like the what, older. Like, what's classes. your what do you consider an old film? Um, something pre nineteen eighty three. Uh, no, I'd say like pre like. You know what? Pre-color. That's what I would consider like an older film. Like 50s? Yeah. 40s, 50s. Because even I would say like The Wizard of Oz, you know, it's still like by technological standards, it's fairly modern. So pre-30s. Maybe. What? No. Wizard of Oz came out in 1930-something. It wasn't color uh, like 50s? Mm-mm. Well, you were a film what? kid too. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean most movies were still black and white before the fifties, right? Uh, a lot were. It was uh, 
evenly split. I believe Wizard of Oz was the 30s. Maybe but wasn't 40s. that one of those ones that was colored afterwards? No, they shot it in color. That was one of the big... What is, what is going on? So my favorites. <laughs> um, I remember like the first like movie that really got me into like, oh, wow, film is bigger than just like something you watch was... Um, have you guys seen the Bicycle Thief? Yeah, the Bicycle Thieves. Mm-hmm. That like I don't know. I think that was like the first like film to watch me to make me like really feel. Right. Um, yeah. I am unashamedly a huge fan of Cloverfield. Cloverfield one. I thought Cloverfield one was great. The way I actually, it was I actually executed was excellent. Underrated. A very underrated movie. I think it had it was a great good. love yeah. story. It had a great horror story. It had a great action story. Oh man, I think Cloverfield is a fantastic film. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Ugh. Scott Pilgrim versus God. the World is a no. I don't know if it was just the age I was at yes. or if it's just like where it hit me, but I think that's I could rewatch that film a million times. Wizard of Oz nineteen thirty nine. And it was shot yeah. in color. Yes. But it's I still feel like most movies were not color before the fifties. You know, most of those old like the you know those old noir movies are all those aren't thirties or those those are like fifties movies. Yeah, they were shooting both. Yeah. It was black and white was a an active thing people used well into the seventies. Right. Right. I like the prestige. Kinda... <laughs> <laughs> the Prestige is a really good film. The Derailer. What else do you like, Eric? What are your best acted scenes? If you think of a best, a well acted scene in a movie, not about wrestling. Should we watch the Tom Cruise scene from Magnolia? Load it up, and I'll think of a of a well acted scene. This is, this is um, before there will be blood. I always thought of this as the best best. You know what? Scene. I actually think uh, Eternal Sunshine had a lot of great also, acting. Also, dude, how about? Ledger Joker is some of the best acting, I think. I you know think what? Ledger I Joker's can't get great. over that he died over it. Uh, it's always in the back of my head, this wouldn't have been as big if he didn't die. That's true. And like, I don't know why it taints that for me. <laughs> it taints. He's pretty great in that, though. Yes. Are we watching the Also, Jack scene? Nicholson in uh, Departed is one of my favorites. This seems very depressing. I don't want to watch the deathbed scene. Yeah, deathbed scene. Can we watch, deathbed the, scene, can we watch the other Frank T.J. Mackey scenes? Uh, no, but those aren't. As this is Tommy Rousseau like and the, the Tommy acting Wise show scene. is extremely well acted. Yeah, uh, we don't have to watch it if it's too sad. We no, can just, just describe it. We're just watching people like. Yeah, the whole tone of this episode is fucked up because it's like this is like a pretty dark tonal episode, but we're Sopranos. I think is really like well acted. Goofing around a lot. Yeah, Sopranos great acting. I've always been more of a TV guy than a movie guy. What are we watching? This is from Magnolia. Tom Cruise. This shuts Jason up Robards. anybody who says that Tom Cruise can't act. Well, he has all those high thetans. No, he doesn't have high thetans. He's a he's an operating thetan, but he doesn't have thetans because he's clear. Wait, is it thetans or is thetan? No, the the word for the thing is he's OT eight operating thetan eight. Yeah, no the the, the bad the bad Spinos things are called five? something else. All right, we're missing the. It hurts, doesn't it? You in a lot of pain. She was in a lot of pain. Right to the end, she was in a lot of pain. I know because I, I was there. You didn't like illness. I was there. 
for your call. For you to come. <laughs> you didn't like that? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> you made a Tom Cruise face. I'm not going to cry for you. Talking about the male PA, he's fucking. Oh. <laughs> the problem with Eric, watching Eric is uncomfortable because he's immature. No, Isaac. The problem is, is you're showing these scenes completely out of context. <laughs> no, you're right. Watching them out of context is tough, especially if you're a child. He was in Tropic Thunder as the boss guy. <laughs> as Harvey Weinstein. Les Grossman. Yeah, that was definitely Harvey Weinstein. The, the Eric's laughing so hard he's crying. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh. I think Eric's actually crying, but he's pretending to laugh. No, dude, I mean, look. Do you okay, have unresolved, we can all make fun of the scene. Do you have unresolved uh, father feelings that you're working through? No, I just like uh, his face. Not my dad's face. Oh, he has a good face, but I like uh, Tom Cruise's face in that. I like he when makes he does a lot like, of the, emotional faces. <laughs> I like when Tom Cruise is a thing where he like looks to the side and looks back. Or he's like, oh. That's why we should have watched the other Frank T.J. Mackey scenes. But those are a totally different thing. I mean, there's that scene is this is, this is not a good topic to do on the podcast because people can't watch along. They're only listening. Yeah, that's. And, I think that's okay. And we're some dudes hanging out in here. So. You guys remember uh, Saving Silverman? <laughs> <laughs> Jason Biggs, Amanda Pete, Jack Black, and some other guy who like did some stuff. But do you see what you have, Eric? Is you have like nostalgia? Exactly. You don't. You don't even know what good acting means, Eric. I don't uh, know about that. I, you this just is, this is my career. You don't guys. even know what that means. You know what? This is the way I see it. I see entertainment as a thing. Like I said earlier, it's a way as escape whatever bullshit is going on in your yeah, life. Yeah, it's pure escapism for you. And if Escape. If if it is, okay. If it is escapism, then if it's high quality escapism, dope. If it's low quality, but it still allows me to have that release, also dope. Yes, yeah, like quality you know, is a you factor. Just, you you consume like, art like masturbation. It's just like give me something, and you just wring it out, and you take it. And then you're just like, okay, bye. Thing. You ever have like a good jack off though, man? Sure, oh, I man, do. But I view art as more than that. I, I view art as more than just like a means to an end, so I can forget about my life for five seconds. Like art, art has a much bigger responsibility than that. Uh, okay, like, but I'll, who's to put that on art? I just like, did. It, it can't be. Did put art it can be used as a tool, but it doesn't have to be like constantly used as a if you were to only watch films that like drove down like very like hard like political narratives or like tried to change your mind like great cool that may change my mind and i want to be open-minded to what that film has to offer but also like i really enjoy just like i enjoy sure, total bellas it, no it's VH1. not it's not either no it's, either not also, it's usa it's also not it's just about uh you know teaching us some lesson either it's about 
honestly capturing the um, conflicts we all face within us, you know, within ourselves and making interesting new observations or interesting new images that are beautiful, you know, and, and well, it's, you so identify it's, it so it's not just, sure. it's not just, I, I don't think an escapism film is just as political as a film with a political message. An escapism film is just furthering the politics of blind, idiotic consumption or, or turning, or turning your brain off. Let's just turn our brain off until we get bombed. Exactly, or turning your brain off because the life provided to you by the people who run these fucking studios sucks. So they're just like, here, when take this Jason pill. When Jason Alexander had hours. a tail in Shallow Howl. That's a good movie. That was one of the most joyous experiences I've ever Shallow had. Shallow Howl is a highly underrated and very dark movie, actually. It is. Very dark. Yeah. So my point is, it's like, yeah, of course fucking Spielberg wants you to like turn your brain off for an hour because Spielberg is, you know, the guy behind the curtain. It He's helps him. It helps him when people are just shutting their brains I need down. A, I needed some kind of anti-Semite related oh. clip sound. I need like a ding for the anti-Semite. How about it's the... Uh that's Italian. Let me Wait. read you guys. So Spielberg's movie just came out. It's The Post. And the Post. One of my favorite things recently, actually, is the. Have you read the insane Crispin Glover essay, like shitting on Steven Spielberg, in like that he wrote in 2003? Oh, no, so but good. I did really enjoy Back to the Future One. Yeah, well, this is Crispin Glover's in it. So anyway, so speaking of acting, when they made Back to the Future Two, they made the actor playing Crispin Glover's character, the upside down like guy, Crispin Glover. Yeah. And then that's when they rehydrated the pizza. He sued uh, them for doing that. And oh, that's right. why when you replace an actor, you can't make the new actor look, look too like much the like old the old one. actor. Oh, really? Right. Yeah. That actually, then that, that's very true. You can't Glover's a I always douche. think about that with Hannibal when they replaced Jodie Foster, Jody Foster with Julianne, Julianne Moore. And I'm like, why, what the fuck? Why does she have red hair? Like, yeah. This is ridiculous. That also happened with the, uh, the girlfriend. Cause, uh, Jennifer in back to the future one was played by a different lady than the, uh, Two and three, Jennifer. Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. I was really disappointed when they did that in Game of Thrones, remember? Oh, that was the white <laughs> when, guy, right? Well, yeah. Not the white guy, but the guy <laughs> the who was guy. white. One yeah. of, it was the white guy. I've never seen movie. Game of Thrones, but I saw a BuzzFeed article on it where they're like, 10 art actors replaced another white monster man. He looked like a, <laughs> he looked like a blue-eyes white dragon if it was a person. You ever play Yu-Gi-Oh? No. <laughs> Uh, the, I love sitting and watching you two sit next to each other because the gap in your interests. Yeah, like, I, I like pretty wrestling. great. It's so deep. So I read. Uh, I watched a video this morning. Did you know uh, Bulbasaur? You know the bulb on the Bulbasaur? Yeah, no. Yeah. Oddish. Like an Oddish is inside of uh, an Oddish was planted an in Bulbasaur. Oddish. An Oddish is a plant Pokemon. Found him in Verdine City. Found him. I was in Pallet. He might be in Pallet Town. But yeah. So. Um, <laughs> He's like the references he makes. They're like, like, like I said, Pokemon. you have to be very educated to listen to, to Eric listen Escobar. To Eric. Educated but. with trash, <laughs> <laughs> garbage. Anyway, Scottish so, is pretty garbage. <laughs> you know, what I mean? absorb. What the fuck kind of move is that? Give me a leech seed at least. <laughs> Give me a solar beam before you get to level twenty-four. You gross piece of shit. Anyway, Vile yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for agreeing with me, Isaac. I appreciate your laughter. Look. Uh, let me read this. Th okay. Here's a, the conversation we were just having about the meaning of art, et cetera. 
Steven Spielberg's movie just came out, and Post. it's like it's this total black and white good versus evil thing. It's like the press is amazing, and uh, the evil politicians are bad. You know this same bullshit. Is he texting you? I I'm in communication with him. You're uh, texting with Steven Spielberg right I now. I am. Yes. So oh, really? so are you sending a text or you're sending it via post? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, there's no point in me. Go no, ahead. Say it. Stop being a baby. I'm not being a baby. I'm just. I would give this. Uh, I would give this uh, little thing you're about to read. Not a ten out of ten. Not a nine out of okay. ten. Here we go. Here but I give this it is, a super eight. This is it. This is it. This is exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> this this is book. the New Yorker, which is you know normally on Spielberg's side, if you know what I mean. But in this case, in mean. this case, not. But but <laughs> no, we need a better anti-Semitism sound. I know. Uh, so um, I'm half Jewish. I'm half Jewish. That's what we should do. Could it be a Mel Gibson battle cry from Braveheart? From fucking Daily Show. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> most people going to see the post or lavishing it with awards will, I suspect, feel heartened and flattered by the warmth which it endorses their own convictions. Is that all we desire from a movie, though? That it should agree with us and vice versa? How do you prevent its principles, well-intentioned as they are, from staling into piety? When a film is bang on the moment, as the post is determined to be, what will remain of its impact when the moment is past? Maybe Spielberg, Streep, and Hanks are possessed, like many of their compatriots, by a deeper dread. Maybe they think that the moment is here to stay. This is the movie right. where Tom Hanks is like the funny hair, right? That's the crux of the movie. It's him with funny hair. And then <laughs> he has a lot of funny it. hair movies, though. No, he has a pretty standard haircut, though. Like his hair. Did you see posts. Cloud Atlas? No. He used many different hairstyles. And when he talks though. like this, yeah. he talks. Have you seen you you know seen Cloud Atlas? In the he true. talks in Ebonics. He goes, in the true, true. I'm up in the true, true. I don't like that. Play the anti Semitic movies. <laughs> 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 you know what? You know, what's a, Roger here. you know what's a great movie? Uh, the Terminal. You guys remember The Terminal? That was a failure, if I remember. It was so good. No, it was an amazing on. movie. I didn't see that one. It looked dumb. I liked it. Uh, Tom Hanks is another example of great. To pull off Forrest Gump, there's maybe one guy in the world that can do that and not have it be completely ridiculous. You know, to Tom be able Hanks. to add that's Tom Hanks. What about B.D. Wong? He could have been a good Forrest Gump. What about Brett the Hitman Hart? He could have been no, great. B.D. Wong is who not a wrestler. Is, who's B.D. Wong? He's the... Uh, he was an M. Butterfly, the movie. He was the... He's mainly on... SVU? SVU as the psychiatrist, the Asian psychiatrist. Um, an Asian-American actor. We need more representation for them in Hollywood. What? You're an Asian American actor. Yeah, I am. See, you you get you're an Asian American and Hispanic. Book me, book me now, book me now. He could be in the next Star Wars. I could be playing it right next to B.D. Wong. Who would you play in Star Wars? Um, I would play the Rancor. I don't know. That's it's the monster from Return of the Jedi. That the big, uh, the big teeth. Fights. Oh, right, yeah. I would do like the Benedict Cumberbatch uh, dragon thing. You know, with the little balls on his face. That oh, was right, the rancor. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isaac loved that one. Or I would be the. You need um, a longer. It needs to be a longer laugh. Who else would I be in Star Wars? Who who would I like? Oh, who's the? It's a trap guy. Asgard. What's his name? 
General Akbar. We should have a comedy show at my house in Long Beach. Yes. You can headline, Eric. Ooh, can I feature? Wait, you said headline? You right, I'm headline. down. What would it be called? Uh, called headlining means I'm going idiot. after everyone leaves. Is that the name of the show? That's You just answered a question I didn't ask you. I was doing a bit. <laughs> this is, is a good bit. Make him laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He likes him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not fair. If you enjoyed this podcast, there are several ways you can support it. You can leave reviews on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can discuss it on your own blog or podcast. Podcast, 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 podcast. podcast. Uh...